Hi, everybody. The 2020 phony electors scheme. What is it? What happened? And what didn't happen? It's Saturday, July 22nd. This is Political Woman Podcast. I'm Gloria Moraga, Political Woman. Please subscribe. I need your support. Now, this update, before we get into the fake electors, the judge in the Trump classified documents case in Florida has scheduled that trial to begin in May 2024. Judge Eileen Cannon announced her decision on Friday. Now, remember, Trump's lawyers had requested a trial date after the 2023 presidential election. That means Trump and his lawyers wanted to push it to late November, December, possibly 2025. The federal government, specifically Jack Smith, special prosecutor, cited the Speedy Trial Act and pushed for the trial to begin sooner rather than later, the end of the year, this year, or early next year. So semi-compromise, we'll see if it does really start in May 2024. The fake elector scam. I would say that this is definitely going to play a part in the next series of Trump indictments. Possibly both of the indictments we expect soon. Those are either the January 6th indictments from the federal government or the indictments in Georgia. That case, state case, about election interference. And the fake electors play a big part in that Georgia case. So what the hell are fake electors or phony electors? Well, here's what we know. This scheme was apparently hatched in the now-addled, crazy brain of Trump's law-breaking lawyer, John Eastman. Now, Eastman right now is fighting to keep his law license in the state of California. I hope they strip him of it. This quote is from National Public Radio. And it's just, I just want to give you some context about these people that support Trump. Eastman is a former dean of the law school at Chapman University. Then this little clip goes on to say Eastman was a key player in Trump's effort to block Joe Biden's victory in the Electoral College including the plan to send alternate slates of pro-Trump electors to Congress. In addition to working on Trump's legal challenges, Eastman appeared at the January 6, 2021 pro-Trump rally alongside former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. They helped fire up the crowd with claims of voter fraud and pressured then-Vice President Pence to toss out Biden's Electoral College victory. Hours later, after they gave those speeches, a violent pro-Trump mob stormed the U.S. Capitol. That's end quote. But see, this guy and Rudy Giuliani, I mean, they're not big fat losers in their earlier lives, but they've become so now. So the goal of Eastman's phony elector scheme was to stop 
the genuine members of the electoral college in each state from doing their job, from casting their votes for Joe Biden. Now, the electors were legally representing President-elect Joe Biden. No argument. He won. Trump and his lawyers wanted to create alternative fake slates of electors in seven states and then take their phony fake documents to the U.S. Capitol and get Trump confirmed. The states that had fake elector schemes, Georgia, Michigan, New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. So now Georgia's going to bring some sort of charges. More on Michigan in a sec. I wanted to mention here that several prominent legal experts from Just Security. Do you know about Just Security? JustSecurity.org. I'll include the link. They just published a model prosecutorial memorandum. And they did this for the um, classified documents case as well. And they're just brilliant. And they just kind of lay out all the charges. And in this case, it lays out the charges Smith might bring against Trump and his conspirators. The experts explain, quote, Trump and his collaborators allegedly coordinated to create and submit to Congress and have Vice President Mike Pence recognize false electoral certificates from seven states attempting to deny Joe Biden the Electoral College majority that he had legitimately won in a fair and secure election. Now, this could be, according to this Just Security document, could form the strongest indictment against Trump to defraud the United States. According to CNN, federal prosecutors have interviewed the secretaries of state for both Pennsylvania and New Mexico. Smith's team has sent subpoenas to local and state officials in all seven of the key states that were targeted by Trump and his allies and where the Trump campaign convened the false electors as part of an effort to subvert the Electoral College. Wow. In order to get away with some of this stuff, and, and they didn't get away with it, they were blocked, but a lot of people have to be involved. <sighs> so reports also suggest that some officials have been given immunity to testify. So they've got people turning left and right. Thank goodness. Because then that'll ensure guilty verdicts. Here's what they did just last week in Michigan. The Michigan Phony Electors Indictments. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, a Democrat, announced charges against the state's 16 fake electors on Tuesday, July 18th. So just this last Tuesday. The Michigan 16, as I'm calling them, I just made that up, are each charged with multiple felonies in connection with their alleged role in the scheme to replace the real or genuine electoral college electors after the 2020 presidential election. Now, I'm going to read the charges in a minute, but, you know, 
when I first read this and I saw pictures of these people, someone online had pictures of like 10 of them. My first big takeaway was, oh my God, I mean, these look like normal people, normal folks. You know, not like that crazy, some of the crazies at the Capitol that day who were, you know, just, I don't know, almost frothing at the mouth. And God knows they were doing horrible things inside my beautiful Capitol. But these, these people are old. All right, I'm old, so I can say that. The oldest, though, and I'm not this old, is 81. The two youngest are 55. I added it up because I was so shocked when I looked at them. They have a total of 1,101 years of life experience. Where is their common sense? Have they learned nothing in their lives? They are going to have huge legal bills. And I think their lives are going to be ruined, if not already. Why did they do this? Why? The Trump cult continues to destroy lives. Here are the charges. This is per the charging documents. And each of the fake electors face all eight of these counts, of separate counts. One count of conspiracy to commit forgery. Two counts of forgery. One count of conspiracy to commit uttering and publishing. What is that? I, I looked it up. I'll tell you in a second. One count of uttering and publishing. So one count of conspiracy and then one count of actually uttering and publishing. One count of conspiracy to commit election law forgery. And two counts actually of election law forgery. Okay. When I first read this, I thought, is that a mistake? Uttering? You can be charged with uttering? I might be in trouble here. I looked it up. Uttering counterfeit obligations or securities is the official charge. And stay with me. Here's the definition. Whoever with intent to defraud passes, utters, publishes, or sells, or attempts to pass, utter, publish, or sell, or with like intent brings into the United States or keeps in possession or conceals any falsely made, forged, counterfeited, or altered obligation or other security of the United States. Aha! I understood it right at that point. Shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 20 years or both. Okay. If you counterfeit or swear or do all of these things, defraud, utters, publish, sells, passes, that's falsely uttering. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I know we're getting into the podcast, but I just really want to do this. Here is what we know about the 16 fake electors charged in Michigan. And I took this off of the CNN website. And when I read it, I don't know, 
my mouth just dropped wider and wider and wider. Because I say again, why do they do this? What is wrong? Think before you do something. Think. All right. Here's the first first person charged as being a fake elector. Michonne Maddock, 55 years old, was co-chair of the Michigan Republican Party during the 2020 campaign and is married to a GOP member of the Michigan House of Representatives. CNN had previously reported that she publicly bragged about the Trump campaign's involvement in the fake elector scheme. The Maddox spoke at a pro-Trump event in Washington, D.C., one day before the insurrection on January 6, 2021. And Michonne Maddox was in D.C. on the day of the attack, although she wasn't at the U.S. Capitol. Huh? Was she? Are you sure? Next one, Kathy Bergden, 70, is one of the Republican National Committee members representing Michigan. She's a Republican National Committee member. She was previously one of the pro-Trump delegates at the Republican National Convention in the summer of 2016. Next, Marion Sheridan, 69, is the grassroots vice chairwoman of the Michigan Republican Party. She was also one of the plaintiffs in a frivolous lawsuit that tried to overturn the results of the 2020 election in Michigan. Kent Underwood, 69, is the current mayor of Wyoming, Michigan. That is a small city near Grand Rapids. He was previously a longtime member of the Wyoming City Council. And this is in Michigan, not Wyoming. And won the mayor's race last year. Okay, so he just, he just won the mayor's race. During the 2020 campaign, he was chair of the second district Republican Party, according to local press reports. I don't know how much money Kent Vanderwood, 69, the mayor of Wyoming, Michigan, makes as mayor. I'm not looking it up. He's not worth it. But he's going to need that money to pay for his legal bills. Stanley Groot. (laughs) I am Groot. I wonder if he says that. He's 71. Probably not a big fan of Groot. Not like me. His name is spelled G-R-O-T. I don't know. Grot, Groot. We're just going to call him Groot. Is the Shelby Township Clerk in a small western Michigan town. He was appointed to that job in 2012. So he's been in the job for years and years, and he's just doing this. What the? 71. Come on, Stanley. I am Groot. Amy Facchino. F-A-C-C-H-I-N-E-L-L-O. There you go. 55 one of the younger ones. She was elected in 2020 as a member of the school board in Grand Blanc, 
which is a suburb of Flint, Michigan. She was previously vice chairwoman of the Genese County Republican Party. CNN previously reported that she was... <sighs> I hate saying this. I mean, what, what these people are just... CNN previously reported that she has repeatedly promoted QAnon-related material on her social media sites. So Amy is a real loony. Loony, loony, loony. Mary Ann Henry, 65, is the treasurer of the 7th Congressional District Republican Committee, according to its website. CNN did all the research on this. The district includes Michigan's capital city of Lansing and several surrounding counties. I, I mean, is she going to be fired for doing these illegal things? I mean, they're illegal. Okay, you're innocent until proven guilty, but come on. Michelle Ludgren, 73, was the Republican nominee in the 2022 for a Detroit-based seat in the Michigan House of Representatives, but lost the heavily Democratic district in a landslide. Thank God. See, thank God people vote. This is why we need to vote. Regarding the fake electors plot, Michelle Lundgren told CNN last year, quote, we were called on the phone, asked if we'd come and support President Trump and sign something. And we all went to Michigan. Dot, 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 ellipse. And then the quote goes on. We were told to show up and sign the paper. If we had any information about it being untoward or illegal, we would not have done it. End quote. <sighs> stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Next one. Clifford Frost, 75. He's a realtor who unsuccessfully ran for the Maycomb County Board of Commissioners last year. It's Maycomb in Michigan. He was a GOP poll watcher in Detroit during the 2020 primary, according to the Detroit Free Press. Uh, that's like the fox guarding the hen house. In recent days, he has shared pro-Trump conspiracy theories about alleged voter fraud on social media. There was no voter fraud. And all the money you guys have given Trump to look into voter fraud didn't go to look up and look into voter fraud. It went into Trump's pocket. John Haggard. 82. So he's one of the older people. In this group, was one of the plaintiffs in a frivolous lawsuit that tried to overturn the 2020 results in Michigan. The lawsuit was dismissed, and the lawyers who brought it were sanctioned by a judge. He served as a legitimate Trump elector in Michigan in 2016 when Trump narrowly won the state. Those were dark days for me. Timothy King, 56, was also one of the plaintiffs in that frivolous lawsuit that tried to overturn the 2020 results in Michigan. And again, the judge 
dismissed the case and sanctioned the lawyers who were involved in it because they're stupid and don't deserve to practice law. Rose Rook, 81, is a member of the executive committee ugh, of the Van Buren County Republicans, according to its website. Rose, retire from any political activities. Myra Rodriguez, 64, oh boy, she's a lawyer who is facing potential disciplinary proceedings with the Attorney Discipline Board, stemming from her participation in the fake electors plot, according to the Detroit Free Press. Yeah, she needs to be disbarred post-haste. Get her out of here. Hank Chokate. 72. Oh, he's a dairy farmer. He's a dairy farmer who met with Trump during a White House event about agriculture in April 2017. This event was also attended by then Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue. Ken Thompson, 68. He was brought in to replace one of the original, the original GOP electors, who was recruited to serve before the 2020 election, a Michigan GOP official testified to the House Select Committee that investigated the January 6th, 2021 insurrection. That Thompson was replaced, and he replaced an original elector who was uncomfortable with the whole thing <laughs> and refused to participate. The only smart one in the bunch refused to participate. And the other lady, oh, we were just told to come and sign some things. Do you read what you signed? Always read what you sign, no matter what. No matter who you trust, always read it before you sign it. Because now you are charged with uttering and publishing. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not funny. I wanted to read that to you because, you know, are they Trump crazies? Yes, I guess. Are they just at one time average Americans who loved the Republican Party? Probably, yes. But look at the lives Trump has ruined. Because he is a crook. He always was. And he always will be. And he's just on his way to just bringing this country down. And I'm not exaggerating. In the next podcast, even though I want to do some other topics, I'm just going to get to it and do the whole Trump's plan if he wins next year. What? Not just Trump. But many, many, many people in this country are plotting and planning to end this country as we know it. It's serious. You know, I may try to find humor in some of this, as I just did. There's really no humor in it. I always try to find humor in everything. It's what's gotten me through life. One-on-one -on -one, political woman. 
talking about things, airing things. It helps. It makes you feel better. That's why I'm doing this. But I'm doing it because I love our country. Love our country. We've had dark, dark, bad times, and we are in one now. What we're seeing with Trump, this is none of this has ever happened before. To have someone who's running for president, and he's, he's doing it because he's trying to get out of all of these legal entanglements that he has. He's doing it because he's raising money from chumps who are donated to him and the money's going to his legal fees. The man's a multimillionaire. He has golf courses and hotels all over the place. Let him pay his own bills. Nobody is responsible for his actions but himself. And there's been no accountability, no consequences. And that needs to happen. And I just pray that Jack Smith hurries. <laughs> Hurry up, Jack. Hurry up, Fanny. Fanny Willis. Hurry up. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman here to give you a million reasons why we all need to get together, those of us who love this country, and vote. When I read that Republicans outvote Democrats, even though there are more of us than them, it drives me crazy. And I'm already a little crazy. I'm Gloria Moraga political woman. Please vote. Please subscribe. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on YouTube. I post every day. And please be safe. <laughs>